This Women's World Cup Picks edition of the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content and contests, including our NFL Win Totals contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com forward slash Patreon. Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast of England. Today is Monday, July the 31st, uh, and we are here to make some more Women's World Cup picks. Tournament rolls on in New Zealand and Australia. We've got the last lot of group games, is what we're going to cover today, which goes up until. It's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, possibly, I think. Um, should all be finished by Thursday. Yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So there's uh, there's 10 games, there's three groups uh, to conclude before the knockout stages get underway at the weekend. Uh, joining us uh, from, he's back in Nottingham, I believe, uh, is Mr. Barry Penaluna. Hello, Baz. Even Malcolm, yes. I've been back in Nottingham for about an hour. Uh, no, really, that all? I've travelled back from Newcastle this evening. Um, just got back around 10 o'clock tonight. Serial's uh, already in the chat asking how Barry is feeling today. Serial <laughs> really uh, will have been listening to some of our Premier League preview shows, which were pre-recorded last week when I was on death's doorstep. Uh, but pleased to confirm, Serial, I'm, I'm in good shape. I'm feeling very well. Um, almost back to full strength tonight. Now, as much as Serial's getting involved there, we did notice him trying to chat in the chat and comments, even though the shows were recorded and we said that. So he was having the last laugh there, Buzz. Yeah, I think it was the Brentford show this morning where uh, it went it went out as as if live, <laughs> it was recorded last week. And I noticed it went live and I quickly had a look at the stream and I realised in the live chat there was Serial saying, good morning, boys. Despite the fact um, that show had happened uh, around five days earlier. Um, so, yeah. Brian, oh, he's uh, he's been enjoying the team previews and and how sick is Baz theme. So yeah, I'm feeling very well today. But if you keep listening to those previews, I'll probably be unwell again tomorrow. <laughs> it gets Jeff worse. Is out tomorrow morning. I was probably still ill. He's up and down like a bride's nightly Baz. If you listen to those, it's it's added a whole new level of fun uh, to the previews. That's funny. Oh shit. Uh, so tonight we will, like I say, tackle some World Cup stuff. Um, I'll throw out the listener league, FPL. We've got quite a lot of names and faces in there, so thanks, everyone. Uh, if you haven't got involved, get involved. We'll do that in a little while. Um, I've got two food-based lifestyle issues, Baz, if you're interested. Yes, crack on. I've got some lifestyle as well today. I mean, this is a regular um, show, isn't it? We've, we've had a lot of our premiere. It's a regular show. Which have been compressed, quick, quick run-throughs. This is back to a, this is a regular Premier League gambling podcast show, so we can have all the lifestyle we want. Now, actually, the first one, Baz, I think I might have asked you this last week. I can't quite remember. Did we talk courgettes? No, no. I've not right. talked courgettes with anyone for a long time. I've got loads of courgettes, Baz. Um, what's, loads uh, of... what's a courgette in American? Oh, is it they a zucchini? It a no, they don't. Of course they no, don't. They're idiots. Is it a zucchini? I couldn't remember. I think you're right. I think it's a zucchini. What's an aubergine? Eggplant, right? So it's not Eggplant. that. Eggplant, yeah. So yeah, just um, just to clarify for our American listeners, 
Malcolm is talking about zucchini here. He's got loads so, of zucchini. Big Kev next door on the other side of this wall. Maybe able to hear us. All right, Kev. Um, he's uh, quite handy out the back in his garden. He's always growing stuff. And he's bought us some courgettes. Now, they're big. In, like, even if you like courgettes and you put courgettes in stuff, like, it's a lot of courgette bars to get through. So I made a courgette cake. I had none of the ingredients for a cake, but yet I made a cake, like, and it was really good. Don't ask us how to do it because I couldn't tell you how I did it. I've had them uh, tempura battered, would you say? Little tempura, little light curry batter, fried them up. Um, I've put them in everything that I've eaten since. They've gone in bolognese, they've gone in tacos, they've gone in all sorts. The guinea pigs are sick of the sight of them. Uh, they're, they're up to here with courgettes. Um, I mean, I just don't know if you're, you're a big courgette eater, Baz. Do you have any uh, suggestions? I don't like courgettes, so I don't have very oh. many plans for a courgette. You sound like the IT department. She's eaten courgette without it's her it's knowledge about nine times in the last week. I feed that... them to the locusts. Um, the locusts the... Oh, yeah. well, that's going spare. Any, any of the bugs that go in the lizard will eat any vegetables at all. Um, you can make courgette spaghetti. What about that? <laughs> you can't. I think I got a, one of those for Christmas, a, a spiralizer, a couple yeah. of years ago. Like, load of shite. Uh, Slick Rick's yeah, piped uh, up with their zucchini bread in the chat there. That's a, There's yeah, an option. Right. Interesting. Definitely like interesting. Zucchini fan there. <laughs> zucchini fan. Um, so, the, I, I put another... Disappoint you with the zucchini chat, but we had six people in the stream two minutes ago. and, and <laughs> It's got down to four. The uh, courgette chat got rid of them. Two of our new listeners who, who found us through the preview shows and have quickly realised it's not always uh, football chat. This is tuned in to see if you're still alive. What happened is the, the the number of listeners will go up for the last thirty seconds, like it always does. Um, <laughs> all right, well I'll hurry on, Baz, to the second point of food related chat. Um, on Friday afternoon, I stopped at Hutchies up the road to. Uh, because I knew I did I had a bit of a blank weekend, so I thought I'd make myself a massive curry. So I did. So I bought a big a kilo of mutton, right? And a cauliflower with the two main ingredients. Do they have cauliflowers in America, Buzz? I would have thought so. I'd be surprised if they didn't. Cold cauliflowers? I think so. Right, okay. Um, so I made a mutton and cauliflower karahi. Absolutely beautiful. Uh, loads of onions, carrots, loads of garlic, ginger, made a paste with a fresh coriander, cooked it all. Anyway, that it's fucking massive, Baz, this thing. It's like, that's right. It's about 12 kilos of curry. So, I've eaten it. So, this was Friday afternoon. It's really nice. It's very, very spicy. But because there's so much of it, I don't want to waste it. Obviously, no one else is going to eat it in here. Uh, so, I've now had it for about nine consecutive meals, Baz. Um, and it's starting to become a bit of a chore. I feel like I'm in prison. Um, and I can't imagine what my insides look like because I've had nothing but this sort of unholy red-coloured, red-hot uh, lamb and um, cauliflower karai every meal since Friday afternoon. And it's now, what, nearly midnight on Monday. So do you, do you ever do that? Do you have a, do you have a big pot of one thing then just eat it till it's gone? Curry, curry is one of those things, because um, if I make a big pot of curry, I like to make it spicy as hell, uh, and nobody else in the house will touch it. So yeah. occasionally... Yeah, that's I'll my make, problem. I'll make a pan of curry, which is suitable for everyone. Uh, but my favourite is, is a much uh, hotter curry, and if I make that, then it's just me. I've got to write it out. Yeah, well, yeah, I think I've maybe got one portion left. 
So by lunchtime tomorrow, I might be able to go and eat something different because, like I say, me and Sides are crying out for help. Like, uh, So, yeah, good, excellent, good lifestyle chat there, Buzz. Um, Women's World Cup, it's got a bit better, hasn't it? The last, the second round of group games, there's been more goals, there's been more upsets. Colombia were good the other day, beat the Germans. Um, and generally speaking, there's been a little bit more excitement. So uh, going into these third round of games... I think you're going to take us through the the, um, the state of play, Baz, in the groups we're going to look at. So take it away. Yeah, so as you say, it's came to life a bit over the last few days. You know, we've had a few of the groups coming to a conclusion. Um, we've had a few more goals. Three of today's games saw four goals. Um, and, and then there was a nil-nil between Ireland and Nigeria. Big surprise today was the uh, Japan versus Spain game. Not necessarily the result itself, um, you know, Japan getting the win over Spain. Spain were favourites, but beat them 4-0. Um, not necessarily uh, the outcome anyone would have expected. Spain, Spain, as I say, were favourites for that. But Japan have been impressive uh, throughout. They've now got an 11-0 aggregate score from their three games. They'll face Norway in the knockouts. Should be favourites for that one. Japan have looked good. Definitely one that's caught the eye. Um, four of the seven games over the weekend also went over two and a half. So we're starting to see a bit more of a trend now towards the goals where it, where it started, uh, you, you know, the other way early on. So I think seven of the last 11 now have, have went over 2.5. Biggest shock of the weekend, as you say, Germany, uh, that defeat to Colombia wasn't on the cards. Not great for our uh, Germany to win the tournament, uh, but Alexandra Pop did get on the score sheet again. She's now on three. We tipped her up at 14 to one. Um, and I fancy her to get a few more in this last round of group game. So, start off. Um, well, are we going to go? I'm going to go in group order, alphabetical order of the groups. It won't necessarily be the order of the games. I think the USA in Group E is first up tomorrow. Um, but I'm going to kick off with Group D. So, Group D is uh, England in on top six points, Denmark and China on three points, and Haiti on none. England require just one point to qualify as group winners. China and Denmark currently on the same points, um, same goal difference and same goals scored. So the Danes are ranked higher than China on the head-to-head. Um, so Danes just need to better China, China's result to qualify. Um, the pick for me here is uh, I'm going to take the double. I'm going to take England and Denmark double at even, so plus 100. I think Denmark will definitely do their part. Haiti have been fun to watch at times, but when it boils down to it, they're sitting here on zero points and zero goals. Um, I think Denmark created enough versus England to to suggest they can get the job done here. So I don't see a problem with the Denmark side of it. England could be a bit risky. As I say, they only need a point uh, to cut to top the group. But I think, England are still trying to get some confidence from a result at some point. So I don't think they'll rest many players. I think they'll go out and they'll still want to get a confidence-boosting win. I haven't been blown away by China. They, they lost 1-0 to Denmark. And I think they were pretty fortuitous in the win against Haiti with some late carnage and that with penalties given, penalties cancelled, uh, penalties not given. So I think England, although they haven't impressed yet, they, they have got two wins, they've got two clean sheets. And I'm going to take them to back to, to win another tight one here. So I'll take England and Denmark on the money line at evens for Group D. Have you got anything in that group, Malcolm? Anything from those those games that stood out for you? Yeah, I have. I only made three picks, Baz, for this show, and two of them in this first group. So we're going to front load. Uh, we're going to front load my picks here. Um, I think 
Uh, it's Denmark with the, the dodgy ones here. I, I'm I'm not picking against them. Um, we'll, we'll go China England first. I think China have been awful, absolutely awful. Yeah. They were really poor against Denmark. Deservedly got beat. And then I have no idea how they won that game against Haiti. They had a they had a player sent off in the first half, um, and then Haiti missed the golden chance after about 55 minutes, uh, right in front of goal, six yards out to straight at the keeper. The keeper didn't even know she'd saved it. Tipped it over the bar. Um, acted like she'd broken her wrist in the process. And then, like you said, there was all that mayhem. There was a penalty. Um, there was another penalty that was then not given for some absurd reason. Um, and then Haiti had valid. Haiti were given a penalty. That got overturned and then didn't get one later on. Um, so uh, I think England can cover the handicap here just because China have been so bad. England have not been great. I know it's a, it's a weird thing to to bank on England where they've had two one nil wins. Um, but they did start really well against Denmark. And then for some reason, like you say, possibly a, a lot of confidence, um, serial throwing out England went to nil is minus 110. That is a good price because China never looked like scoring. They've got one goal from the penalty spot. Um, and like I say, they just didn't look like scoring in either of these games. England being poor, but can they score two goals against China is the bet here because... Um, I don't think China can get the score sheet. So England minus one and a half uh, is plus 135. That's 23 to 17. I think England can cover the handicap. And the other one, uh, Denmark being equally lackluster. And really, it's a, this is a bit of a handicap of Haiti because they have been unlucky in both games. They've made a lot of chances, haven't been able to score, but they'll really want a goal and they'll really, they'll really want to come away from this tournament with something to show for it. It's been a bit of a, a story. It's been a bit of a, a global um, sort of a heartwarming story that Haiti, uh, with su- such a tiny nation, with the with the troubles that they've had lately, they've managed to get a team here. And they, they're they going to absolutely bust the guts to get a goal here. They might get turned over 4-1, but I think they can get the score sheet. Um, so both teams to score. We've just said the tournament's opened up. There's been a lot of big TTS going on lately. 5-4, um, plus 125. Um we can both win here, Baz. I think Denmark will probably beat them, but Haiti can get a goal. Yeah, not bad at all. Um, so we can all we can all win that. Denmark, Denmark, and England will win, and uh, you can have your Haiti goal in Denmark three one, and we're all good. So next up, Group E. Before we go on to Group E, Malcolm, do you need to tell us about the Sports Gamble Podcast Patreon? <laughs> Well, I tell you what, Baz, what an incredible fast learner you are. Uh, one of the brightest young broadcasting talents in the nation. I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll tell you, Baz, about the um, Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon page, which is perfect, let me tell you, perfect for the die-hard D-Gen. Uh, if you sign up, you'll get exclusive contests, including the NFL Win Totals Contest, a $1,000 first place prize. I'm going to win that. Um, there's the monthly SGP Stories podcast, which is um, an ad-free, uncensored show highlighting the best stories from decades of being DJs. The Discord channel, um, the free picks, as always, a great way of fighting back against corporate gambling and supporting our network too. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com forward slash Patreon. Okay, Barry, continue. Group A. So we've got USA and Netherlands tied on four points at the top of that group. Portugal on three, Vietnam on none. Uh, USA and Netherlands both need to just avoid defeat to qualify. 
Uh, USA are currently top on goal difference, so can win the group if they're equal or better. Netherlands result. Portugal need an unlikely victory versus the USA to qualify. Um, I think it would be a shock if Portugal were to do that. For me, um, Netherlands handicap. I looked at the Netherlands game first of all. So, Netherlands are playing Vietnam. The handicap's at four on the Asian handicap line. So, you need a five-goal win to cash uh, and, and four to push. They may well cover it, but that's that's not for me. Very much in the same way I feared the USA against Vietnam. It's just, I don't like taking handicaps that big, particularly in, in group games like this. Um Vietnam, as I say, they held USA to three goals, and Portugal only put two past them. So I'll leave that USA there. Sorry, the Netherlands game. USA are currently in pole position based on goal difference, um, but they will know that Netherlands have the opportunity to close that goal difference playing against the the weakest team in the group in Vietnam. So I think you know priority for USA is clinching qualification, but they'll definitely prefer the top spot. I think they'll win here. And I think they'll win it by more than one goal. So I'm going to take USA on the handicap. USA minus 1.5. It's around 5 to 6 or minus 120 in American money. Uh, So that's a pick for me. USA minus 1.5 on the Asian handicap to to beat Portugal by two or more. Have Um, you got anything in Group A or did you swerve that one? No, I haven't passed. But I mean, just can USA put it together? Like, I mean... Two very, very underwhelming performances. Um, but tournament football, this is one of the things you kind of look for in a tournament team as well. You don't want to go off too quick. You look for a team that are going to uh, claw their way into a tournament slowly. We saw it with Argentina uh, in Qatar over the winter, lost the first game to Saudi, um, ended up winning the tournament. So USA do need to, to bust it open because they're not safe either um, in this position. If they... Yeah, if they get beat, Portugal, Portugal would have to beat them, and, and then it's yeah, game over. Exactly. So yeah, they're, they're on a bit of a knife edge, like. But um, yeah, I understand. Uh, they, they need to get going somehow. Um, say hello to uh, Bridge Cox, uh, who's joined us in the chats, asking about lizard sightings. Buzz. Um we had some lizard chat. I tell you how this thing meshes together. We've just had some lizard chat on the MLB show, which I've finished. Uh, we talked about the St. Louis pitcher Miles Mikolas who's been in the news for being a bit of a dick lately. And it turns out that he ate a live lizard in the bullpen uh, just for the crack uh, in the Arizona Fall League in 2011. So that was the lizard chat. And now we come on here and the lizards are back. The lizards are taking over, Baz. Uh, all the lizard I'm people. In, I'm in the wrong room for, for lizard sightings tonight. I'm in the kitchen. Um, it's actually usually this time of night, if we're recording late... I, I get kicked out of the kitchen because the kitchen is directly be- below the bedroom and then I get in trouble for shouting too much whilst uh, you know, <laughs> trying to So ordinarily I'd be in the lounge, but tonight they were all sitting watching garbage TV because we got home late tonight. School um, holidays, isn't it? It is school holidays, aye. Um, so, yeah, more lizard chat. Yeah, no sightings tonight, I'm afraid. He's in the other room. Um, anyway, moving swiftly on to... Uh, Group F, uh, Group F is France and Jamaica tied on four points uh, and with the same goal difference. Brazil sitting in third, um, and they've got three points. Uh, Panama on zero points, so France can qualify by avoiding defeat against Panama, who are already eliminated. So France are looking all right. I mean, Jamaica could score a huge upset if they can avoid defeat against Brazil. Brazil are out. That's it. Toast done. 
Uh, Jamaica have done enough in their first two games to have left this group wide open. France struggled to put them into the first, despite France having an XG of about 2.5 in that game. Um, and then, they obviously, Jamaica have gone and, and beat Panama. Um, Brazil, they had a comfortable first win. I think it was 4-0 against Panama, uh, but then they lost to France at the weekend. That was a fairly even match. Uh, the Brazil-France was quite a good game, uh, but they did come out 2-1 losers in that one. You've got to expect France to do their bit versus Panama, but the handicap there against 3.5, and I just think it's a bit too much for me. Um, So I've left that alone in terms of the handicap, and I'm going for another double in this group, but I'm going for a goals double this time. Uh, It's over 2.5 double. Um, One of them is really short. Brazil v Panama. uh, Sorry, France v Panama is, is a very short one four, um, but we're pushing it up by by adding the other one in. So over two point five goals double on these two games is it, it comes in eleven to ten plus one ten. Uh, and I've just seen, as I say, we've we've seen a few more goals the last few days. Um, a bit more, you know, even for teams like Panama, it's it's our last game. You might as well go out and try something. Um, I think France will have too much for them. But the Brazil-Jamaica game is uh, intriguing. I'm really looking forward to seeing what comes of that. Brazil looked really, really good against Panama. Um, You know, they should be favourites against Jamaica. But I think Jamaica are going to make a bit of a fight, make make them work hard for it. And you can definitely see Jamaica getting on the score sheet. So give me the goals in this group, over two and a half double. Anything for you? No, I I like that, Baz. I enjoyed the um, France-Brazil game. I thought um, France were lucky to win it, really. It was a set piece. And um, is her name? Wendy, uh, Wendy Renard, who's about six foot six. Uh, for some reason, they decided to leave her unmarked at the back stick to head in a winner when Brazil had made all the running in the second half. And Brazil, I think, are capable of... Um, they, they're going to go for it, yeah. I think they're capable of, of running up some, some goals. When they got the bit between the teeth in that game against France... Uh, they did. They did make plenty chances. Um, so yeah, I quite like the goals in this one at all. I think France could do it all by themselves. Panama might just chip in. And Jamaica have been solid. That's the thing. Absolutely rock solid. But I just think Brazil are going to have the will to want to open them up here just to, to make sure they get it done. So um, yeah, I would co- happily co-sign your uh, overs double pass. Goals double. Well, we'll move on to Group G then. Group G is Sweden on six points, two wins from two. Italy on three points, and then South Africa and Argentina. Uh, fighting it out at the bottom on one point each. Uh, Sweden have secured qualification. One point here would clinch the group for them. So we've got Argentina versus Sweden, and we've got South Africa versus Italy. Uh, I just realised I haven't been putting any of the odds out for any of these games, which is a bit of a shambles, but uh, there we go. Um, i put the odds out for the picks. That's all that matters. Um, Italy can still qualify. They, they need to beat South Africa or draw with South Africa and, and a Sweden win would see Italy go through. I don't really trust Italy. Um, I thought they could do okay at the start of the tournament, uh, but they scraped the win versus Argentina and then got absolutely battered by Sweden 5-0. Um, so I can't have Italy. They're a short price, 8-13. to I, I don't fancy that at all. I'm not prepared to oppose them. That you know They should win the game. Um, it should be South Africa, but but I'm not having them at eight to thirteen, so I'll leave that one alone. I'm taking Sweden here. They don't need a win, but I think they'll have enough here to go through on maximum points. They'll win the game. They're a little bit short at eight to fifteen. So I think my handicap. Sweden on the Asian handicap minus one is at ten to eleven. 
or, or minus 110. Uh, so Sweden win by one goal. It's a push. We'll get our money back. If they win by two or more, uh, we, we'll cash that one. I think Sweden will go out and, and beat Argentina, finish on maximum points. And, and I think they'll do so by more than one goal. That was the, the pick for me from Group G. Again, any thoughts on that one? I don't think you have, have you? You've you've got a pick in the final group, Group A. I've got a pick. I've got a pick in the final group, Bas, and I've just ferreted out it outright. Uh, it's sixty-six to one while you've been talking. So what's not like about that? Yeah, you carry on, Bas. I'll tell you what. Don't carry on. Uh, I'll give the underdog fantasy boys their moment in the sun before we carry on. Uh, NFL season uh, right up on us. Underdog picking is a great way to get down on a ton of NFL player props and is available in a load of markets as well. Uh, loads of opportunities to win with their daily MLB contests. And of course, make sure to enter Best Ball Mania 4. First place gets $3 million. I'm going to win that as well. Um, head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. at underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. Yeah, so moving over to Group H, we've got Colombia. Top in the group with six points. Germany and Morocco tied in, well, I say they're tied in second on three points. The goal difference uh, is, is 10 between the two. Germany are on plus five and Morocco on minus five. Both on three points, though. Uh, so both still in with a chance of qualification. Korea um, are running up the rear there on zero points, no points from two games. So following that unexpected Colombia win over Germany, Colombia can now top the group with a point against Morocco. Germany are, Germany are still well-placed to qualify, as I say, due to that goal difference advantage. They just need to match or better Morocco's result. Uh, so it's still entirely in Germany's hands. Colombia, with, as I say, one, one of the biggest shocks of the tournament, yeah, probably beating Germany last time out. They should go on and win the group now. We'd expect them to beat Morocco, given what we've seen from Colombia so far. Uh, I certainly think they'll get at least the point they need to, to win the group. But Germany will have to keep one eye on that game. Um, you know, They'll know Morocco are capable of getting something from Colombia. And if that happens, then Germany have to go out and win. So I expect it to be a full-strength Germany side out to make up for that poor result versus Colombia. So I'm going to take the German goals here. I think Germany will make up for that result. Oh, where's Baza gone? Baza has fully and utterly disappeared. Has he disappeared for everyone else? It's not just me, is it? No, Baza has definitely gone. Uh, okay. Oh, hang on. Whoa, he's back. Uh, everyone, stop talking about him. Stop talking about him. He's back. Shush. I don't All know right, what I Anyway, I, I Mate, think I've we've got, back on. We thought that cold had done for you. Thought that was it. <laughs> that was, yeah, Gol- golf club's coming my way. What am I going to get? Oh, you're a smoker. Yeah, you're going to get a bomb. Oh, oh, shit, I thought I'd scored then. Yeah. Oh, anyway, he's alive, everyone. Carry on, Baz. Hey, he's alive. He's back. <laughs> he's alive, thank God. Praise <laughs> the Lord. Um, so, yeah, I think Germany, as I say, they'll be full strength. Uh, I think they'll be able to make up for that result the other day. Um, I'm going for German goals Yeah, I'm going to take Germany to score three or more. It's a price of 11 to 10, uh, so plus 110. And I'm also going to go into the player score. I'm all Pop is going to go off again. Anytime score, Alexandra Pop, four to five. Uh, so that's minus 125. Alexandra Pop to score two or more, three to one, plus 300. And Alexandra Pop for a hat trick, 12 to one. Um, she, she's scored in both the games so far. 
We mentioned how in the Euros she scored in every game she played, or every game she started in. She's doing the same again. So pop any time has to be worth a go. I think Germany are going to get goals and pop will most likely get the lion's share of them. So let's let's get on it. Get on pop. Uh, I like the fact that we're still talking of pop bars because, yeah, she's got off to a good start. Uh, for us, three goals. And one of the things she does do is that she scores in every game. Uh, yeah. Say she missed that... Um, Semi, yeah, the final, sorry, in the Euros against England, but she scored in every game and in in every round uh, before that. So my bet, yeah, it actually comes from the Morocco-Colombia game, but uh, Morocco is 6-1 to one outsiders. Uh, Colombia are minus 227. So Colombia, what a great win that was. Um, I had the game on here and then I left at 1-1 in the 94th minute because the game was finished. Uh, me and the boy were off to a football tournament. And then got there and um, Colombia had scored out of nowhere in the 95th minute. Um, not really sure where it came from, but they didn't, uh, they played really well. The the weird thing for me with Colombia is that it doesn't match up with that 2-2 draw with South Korea. It's not a great form line, really. Um, Morocco got a really famous 1-0 win over South Korea for them. Um, they, that was their their World Cup uh, there and then. They, they needed a win. They've got a couple of good players. There's a, I can't remember any top me, a place for Tottenham. Uh, in the in the Premier League here. Um, so both teams are on a high here. Um, Morocco can qualify. Um, it is unlikely, as Barry points out, but they can qualify and they're going to go for it as a result. And again, I'm going to follow this kind of little system that I put out um, for, for Denmark, Haiti and in the last show. The both teams to score is too big. Um, plus one, 56 to four. Um, we've seen, say, Colombia have had a 2-2 draw. They've conceded in both games. Uh, and Morocco will absolutely have their tails up. The over two and a half is 11 to 10, plus 110. If you want a little bit of a safety net, if you think maybe Colombia can do it um, all by themselves, uh, then that's an option there. Uh, and I'll crackle with the outright that I picked out, Baz, here, um, because it is Colombia. Uh, I just think you to get a little bit deeper in this tournament, with um, with that win over Germany and what is more than likely going to be a group win as a result, uh, it gives them a decent chance of they'll play Italy or are likely to play Italy in the next round. Uh, Sweden look like they're home and host in Group G, uh, but with Colombia getting a Italy a poor like they're, they're not they're not a great Italy haven't been great at all, as you say they're going to they're probably going to come through what what was a really poor group, uh, but I haven't been yeah. impressed with Italy at all. I mean look at the I mean Italy they're sitting at three hundred to one outright, so no one's really considering Italy. Uh, so if Colombia then, um, so they get through this group in first place. They, they can then take out Italy. You're then in the last eight, and you're talking about a team who's just beaten Germany. Uh, and that's all. That way, it wasn't a fluke. It was a. It was a. It was a good performance. It was a good result. They scored some good goals. They showed a bit of grit to get it done late one. So you 100% will back worse 66 to one shots in your life. I mean, you can hedge out later on. Uh, it is very much against the company ethics, uh, but you can hedge out later on. But you're 66 to one. It's not a terrible bet uh, for Colombia for a little bit of excitement later on, but not bad. I love, love anything like that. You know, for a couple of pounds, a bit of interest, and, and as I say, you can cheer them on through the next round. You know, they're definitely going to give themselves a, a good shot in the next round uh, and then see where we go from there. So, yeah, yeah, don't mind that at all. Okay. Do you have any that, further picks, Baz? That, that covers all of the uh, the final group games. That's all I've got at the moment. Um, we will we'll come out later in the week with um, 
We've got an EFL show coming up. We're going to cover the first weekend of the Championship, League One, League Two, which starts this weekend. Uh, and we'll put out some of our knockout stage picks for the World Cup at the same time. So we will keep keep going, keep on going. I think there should start to become some really competitive ties as, as the tournament reaches the knockout stages. So yeah, we, we'll keep uh, people posted on that. Um, but yeah, a f- few things. Obviously, Malcolm, um, as as I said earlier, we've been doing Premier League preview shows, one for each of the twenty teams. We've put out four of those so far, maybe three. Uh, but there's two of them going out each day, so keep giving those a listen. Uh, if you're watching or listening on YouTube, remember to make sure you're subscribing and hit the thumbs up on every video you watch. It just takes a second. Do that. Uh, but yeah, we've got EFL show coming up um, and then we'll be back into pretty much the usual routine Thursday night, Sunday night. Premier League's coming up next week, so we'll have our futures picks for that. Uh, and of course, our fantasy Premier League competition is is up and running. Malcolm, what have you got? Have you got the code for the league? Fantasy oh, I've got the code. Where you go, you enter the leagues, you enter our code, and we've got £150 in cash. We've got some merchandise and the Egg in a Cup Cup. Uh, so make sure you get on there. <laughs> As Malcolm said before, two things you've got to do. You've got to be in by week one, and you've got to do something good, like like, rate, subscribe, follow us on Twitter, follow us on YouTube, uh, and yes, get in the league. What's the code, Malcolm? I mean, it's worth an extra star rating on your like just uh, to watch them to watch serial talk into a vacuum for half an hour. Like uh, that's good entertainment. It's, <laughs> the code is CVVQAB, which is Colombia, Venezuela, Venezuela, Qatar, Australia. I've got to think of a B, Baz. There's many Bs. Bolivia. Bolivia, so I was quite, yeah, nearly a full-on Women's World Cup there. Yeah, Colombia, Venezuela, Venezuela, Qatar, Australia, Bolivia, CVV, QAB, go and enter. Uh, there's lots of names in there already. It's going to be fun. Uh, I'll probably win, but good luck. Uh, you might be able to come second. So like Baz says, all of those preview shows, go and find your favourite team, listen to that, then listen to all the other ones. Um, and you can piece together Baz's illness as we go. And then also AFL on Thursday, which is going to be Futures, Championship League 1, League 2 Futures, and betting picks for Saturday's fixtures so we can sit and do some old school watching the results come in for the first time in ages. Really exciting. Captain Zane was joined for the last 30 seconds, as always. Um, and Bayou Funk, I don't know what Bayou Funk's asking. Uh, the main link to the game, what does that mean, Baz? Yeah, tell him to keep an eye on, he, he wants a link to the website. Tell him I'll, ah. I'll put it in the Discord after we come off here, so... Give me ah, there five you go. minutes for you, and I'll I'll put it in the Discord channel. Yes, uh, right. I'm going to go and uh, watch some baseball for an hour. Yeah, I've got my uh, lifestyle. We had to put my lifestyle at the end of the show because we've okay. been so long talking about zucchini and whatever else you talked about. Um, I've been playing golf, Malcolm. Oh no way! <laughs> yeah, after, after those golf clubs where we were talking about you dying. Oh, no. No, not with I golf. I cannot clubs. see you. I said we're going to golf club, but no, no, no. I didn't. Didn't have a golf. Oh club shit! Hand. No, you went to foot golf, didn't you? <laughs> I played foot golf. I don't know if that, that. I bet you that's not a thing in America. I played foot golf um, with the football dads. So basically, it's like golf, but not like golf. Uh, and actually, well, they have what, they have disc golf, don't they? What What surprised me the most, Malcolm, was um, it was played on a nine-hole par three golf course. Yeah, classic pitch and putt course, but there's people actually playing golf 
on the same course at the same yep. time as you're playing foot golf. Yep. I, I assumed it was a, a, a special course just for foot golfers. Um, but no. there's this little bloke and his dad swinging their golf clubs, and then five of us coming behind them, launching a size five football down the yeah. down the fairway towards them. Uh, so yeah, did you find Baz? In my experience, it was shit. It was all right. We had a laugh. It was it was quite yeah. amusing. Yeah, you made them up. For the reasons a, why, it, it it's not like, down. it doesn't resemble golf. Not at all. Does it? Because no. you're not yeah, like little. club, haven't you? That's it. Yeah. You can't dink right. it over bunkers. You can't get a bit of backspin. You can't do that. It's just, it is shit. And whenever I, I made the mistake of taking Bob, thinking, oh, well, this will fill in the afternoon. And when Bob kicks off on the first and then literally sprints around the entire course at 100 mile an hour because he's 10 years old, the whole yeah. thing took about 17 minutes. I was like, well, what yeah. the fuck are we going to do for the next nine hours now? This was meant to be a full day's entertainment. So I'm 25 quid in the hole and it's taken a quarter of an hour. Uh, this cost us about seven quid each. We spent about an hour. So it was all right for a, a pre-pub, little uh, little jaunt around the thingy. I had a solid 36, uh, so nine over par. Um, it wasn't too bad. I, I went over on my ankle last week, so I've got a dodgy ankle. You know, I've come off the back of a cold mountain, as you know. Um, I pulled a quad, taking a shot, a tee shot on the third. Um, pulled a muscle in my quad there, so um, I didn't come out unscathed, but it was was an enjoyable eye. I'll I'll beat the thirty six next time though. Uh, yeah, uh, pub golf is a good golf game, Baz. I think that's more suited for you. Uh, pub golf. I'll tell you. If next time out, Baz, if I remember, lifestyle-wise, um, some of the baseball team up here, the Nighthawks, also play. We've got an Aussie Rules football team. Now, those boys like a drink. So they've got a version of pub golf, which is called Oué Le Poulet. So if you're a French speaker, Baz, it means where is the chicken? Um, and it's where is the chicken? It's an outstanding pub game uh, for an afternoon out. So I'll take you through the rules of Oué Le Poulet. Uh, on the next show, Baz, or in it, when we've got some time to talk about it. Um, but other than that, I want to go to bed, mate, so we'll let that go. Uh, right, cheers, everyone. That was fun. Thanks, Baz. Uh, yeah, thank you, everyone, who joined us. Quite a, quite a busy one in the chat tonight. So uh, It has been quite a busy one in the chat, yeah. Good we've dragged everyone down to our level. Kickball leagues they're talking about now. I'm sure I've seen that on telly. Look, that looks awful. That's like baseball, but you just boot it, don't you? I think, and then run round the bases. We play, we play that as a warm up in our football sometimes in our uh, training. Oh, okay, that's a good like idea. A game, like a game of foot rounders with with their foot. Yeah, we call it rounders. But uh... Uh, there you go. Um, Insane was asking if I play Aussie rules. I definitely don't because I'm soft as shit. But I see a few of the boys do. There's quite a few Australian expats, and then some of the baseball players do as well. Um, but yeah, that's a. That's a man's game. Like, that's not for me at all. Right. I'm going to bed, man. Shut up, everyone. Leave <laughs> us alone. Uh, we'll be back later in the week. Uh, thanks for having fun. Uh, we'll see you down the road. Cheers. Cheers.